Good morning. <clears throat> Royal Coffee, February 1st. We took a little bit of a break there. Um, so Exodus chapter 28 through 29 and Acts chapter 7. Exodus 28. Have Aaron, your brother, brought to you from among the Israelites, along with his son Nebadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar, so they may serve, um, and so they may serve me as priests. Make sacred garments for your brother Aaron to give him dignity and honor. It was a separation. It was to create a separation between just regular people. He was going to have special garments to give him dignity and honor. It was something to identify him as. Tell all the skilled men to whom I have given wisdom in such matters that they are to make garments for Aaron for his consecration so he may be he may serve me as priest. So there was a moment that was a transition, uh, a special moment that would set him apart. These are the garments they are to make a breast piece, an ephod, a robe, a woven a woven tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make these sacred garments for your brother Aaron and his son so they may serve me as priests. Have them use gold and blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen. Make the ephod of gold and of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and of finely twisted linen, the work of a skilled craftsman. It is to have two shoulder pieces uh, attached to two of its corners so it can be fastened. It is skillfully woven waistband to be like it. One of the pieces of the ephod made with gold, with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and finely twisted linen. Take two um, onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel in the order of their birth. Six names on one stone and the remaining six on the other. Engrave the names of the sons of Israel on the two stones the way of a gem cutter engraves a seal. Then mount the stones in um, in gold uh, filigree settings. Fasten them on the solder pieces of the ephod as memorial stones to the sons of Israel. Aaron is to bear the names on his shoulders as a memorial before the Lord. Make gold filigree settings and two braids chains pure gold like a rope and attach the chains to the settings. Fashion a breast piece um, for making decisions, the work of a skilled craftsman. Make it like the ephod of gold or blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen. It is to be square, a span, a long span, wide, and folded double. Then mount four rows of precious stones on it. In the first row, there shall be a ruby, a topaz, and a barrel. In the second row, a turquoise, a sapphire, and emerald. In the third row, genesis, and agate, and amethyst. In the fourth row, a chrysolite, and onyx, and jasper. Mount them in gold filigree settings. There are to be 12 stones, one for each of the names of the sons of Israel, engraved like a seal with the name of the 12 tribes. For the breastplate, make braid chains. Pure gold like rope, make two gold rings for it and fasten them to corners of the breastplate. Fasten the two 
gold chains to the rings of the corners of the breastplate, and the other to the chains of the two settings, attach them to the shoulder pieces of the ephod in the front. Make two gold rings, attach them to one of the corners of the breastplate on the inside edge to the ephod. Make two more gold rings and attach them to the bottom of the shoulders um, pieces of the front of the ephod, close to the seam just above the waistband of the ephod. The rings of the breastplate breast piece are to be tied to the rings of the ephod with blue cord connecting it to the waistband so that the breast place breast piece will not swing out from the ephod whenever Aaron enters the holy place he will bear the names of the sons of Israel over his heart on the breast piece of decision as continuing memorial before the Lord also put the Urim and the Thummim in the breastpiece, so they may be over Aaron's heart whenever he enters the presence of the Lord. Thus, Aaron will always bear the means of making decisions for the Israelites over his heart before the Lord. Make the robe of the ephod entirely of blue cloth, with an opening for the head in the center, where it should be woven be like woven like a collar around the opening, so they will not be will not tear. Make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn around the hem of the robe with gold be belts between them. The gold bells, sorry, the gold belt bells between them. The gold bells and the pomegranates are to alternate around the hem of the robe. Aaron must wear it when he ministers. The sound of the bells will be heard when he enters the holy place before the Lord and when he comes out so that he will not die. Make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it a seal, holy to the Lord. Fasten a blue cord to it, so attached to the turban. It's to be in the front of the turban, and it will be on Aaron's forehead. And he will bear the guilt involved in the sacred, the sacred gifts, and the Israelites consecrate whatever their gifts may be. It will be on Aaron's forehead continually, so that he will be accepted, acceptable, acceptable to the Lord. Weave the tunic of fine linen and make the turban of fine linen. The sash is to be the work of an embroiderer. Make the tunic sashes and headbands for Aaron's sons to give them dignity and honor. After you put these clothes on your brother Aaron and his sons, anoint and ordain them. Consecrate them so they may, be, may serve me as priests. Make linen undergarments as a covering for the body, reaching from the waist to the thigh Aaron and his sons must wear them whenever they enter the tent of meeting or approach the altar to minister to the holy place so they will not incur guilt and die this is to be a lasting ordinance for Aaron and his descendants drinking some coffee what do you think of that my wife is nodding <laughs> Anything to add? No. No? Verse 29. This is what you are to do to consecrate them, so they may serve me as a priest. Take young bull and two rams without defect, and from the fine uh, wheat flour without yeast, make bread and cakes mixed with oil and wafer spread of oil. Put them in a basket and present them. Along with the bull and the two rams, then bring Aaron... And his son to the entrance of the tent of meeting and wash them out with water. Take the garments and dress Aaron and the tunic and the robe, ephod, and the ephod itself and the breastplate, breastpiece. Fasten the ephod on him by skillful, skillfully 
woven waistband. Put the turban on his head and attach the sacred diadem to the turban. Make the anointing oil and anoint him by pouring it out on his head. Bring his sons and dress them in tunics. Put headbands on them. Then tie sashes on Aaron and his sons. The priesthood is theirs. Uh, is theirs by elastic ordinance. In this way you shall ordain Aaron and his sons. Something I was thinking about, you know, it talks about in the uh, in Revelation about uh, the mark of the beast being on the forehead or the hand, right? And notice here, where is the, where is, it says, holy to the Lord, it's on his forehead. Mm-hmm. You know, there is going to be a separation in that day. And it's going to be who's going to be holy to the Lord and who's going to be, you know, unholy to the enemy. And we are the ones that are going to make that choice. Yeah. Um, bring the bull to the front of the tent of the meeting, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on his head, slaughter it in the Lord's presence at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Take up some of the bull's blood and put it in the horns of the altar with your fingers, and pour out the rest of it at the base of the altar. Then take all the fat around the inner parts and covering of the uh, of the liver and both kidneys and the fat on them, and burn them on the altar. Burn the bull's flesh and hide and it's awful outside the camp as it is a sin offering take one of the rams and aaron and his son shall lay their hands on it slaughter it and take the blood and sprinkle it um, against the altar on all sides cut the ram into pieces and wash the inner parts and the legs putting them with the head and the other pieces burn the entire ram on the altar is a burnt offering to the lord a pleasing aroma and has offering made to the lord by fire Take the other ram, and Aaron and his son shall lay their hands on its head, slaughter it, take some of its blood, pour it on the lobes, uh, and put it on the lobes of the right ears of Aaron and his sons, and on the thumbs of their right hands, and on the big toes of their right feet, and sprinkle the blood against the altar on all sides, and take some of the blood on the altar, and some of the anointing oil, and sprinkle it on Aaron and his garments, and on his sons and their garments, and they sh- and and the sons and their garments will be consecrated. Take from the ram the fat and the fat tail, fat around the inner parts, the, the covering of the liver, both kidneys and fat on them, and burn and right thigh. And this is the ram for the ordination. From the basket of bread made without yeast, which is before the Lord, take a loaf, a cake, and oil, and wafer. Put all these on the hands of Aaron and his sons, <clears throat> and wave them before the Lord as a wave offering. Then take them from their hands and burn them on the altar along with the burnt offering for pleasing the Roman to the Lord, an offering made by the Lord by fire. After you have taken the, the breast of the ram for Aaron's ordination, wave it before the Lord as a wave offering, and then it will be your share. Consecrate those parts of the ordination ram and, and belong to Aaron and his sons. Uh, the breast that was waved, the thigh that was presented, this is always to be the regular share for the Israelites of Aaron and his sons, it is the contribution of the Israelites that are made to the Lord in their fellowship offering. Aaron's sacred garments will belong to his descendants so they may be anointed and ordained by them. The son who succeeds him as priest and comes to the tent of meeting to minister to the holy place is to wear them seven days. Take the ram for the ordination and cook the meat in the sacred place. At the entrance of the tent of meeting, Aaron and his sons are eat the meat of the ram the bread in the basket, they are not there to eat these offerings by which the atonement was made for the ordination and consecration, but no one else may eat them because they are sacred. And if any one of the meat of the ordination ram or any 
bread is left over till morning, burn it up. It must not be eaten because it is sacred. Do for Aaron and his sons everything I have commanded you. Taking seven days to ordain them, sacrifice a bull each day as a sin offering to make atonement. Purify all the altar by the atonement for it. Anoint and consecrate it. For seven days, make atonement for the altar, consecrate, and then the altar will be most holy. Whatever touches it will be holy. Amen. This is what you are to do to offer the altar regular days. Two lambs a year old. Offer one in the morning, the other twilight. With the first lamb over a tenth of the ephah of fine flour mixed with a quarter of hen of oil, pressed olives, and quarter of hen of wine as a drink offering. Sacrifice the other lamb in the twilight with the same grain offering and his drink offering with a morning pleasing Roman offering to made Lord by fire. For the generations to come, this burnt offering will be made regularly in the entrance of the tent of meeting before the Lord. There will there I will meet you and speak to you. There will also be meet with the Israelites, and the place will be consecrated by my glory. So I'll consecrate the tent of meeting and the altar and will consecrate Aaron and his sons to serve me as priests. Then I will dwell among the Israelites and be their God. They will know I am the Lord their God who brought brought them out of Egypt so that I might dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. Amen. Amen. You are the Lord my God. Amen. Amen. Chapter 7. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's one of my favorite. All right. Stephen. Then the high priest, verse 7, chapter 7, chapter 1, verse 1. Then the high priest asked him, Are these charges true? To this he replied, Brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham while he was still in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran. Leave your country and your people, God said, and go to the land I will show you. So he left the land of the Chaldeans, and he settled in Haran. After the death of his father, God sent him to his land, and you are now living. He gave him no inheritance there, not even a foot of ground. But God promised him that he and his descendants after him would possess the land, even though at the time Abraham had no child. God spoke to him in this way, Your descendants will be strangers in a country of their, not our own, and they will enslave and mistreat for a hundred years. But I will punish the nation and serve his slaves, God said, and afterwards they will come out of that country and worship in this place. Then he gave Abraham the covering uh, covenant of circumcision, and Abraham became the father of Isaac and circumcised, circumcised him eight days after his birth. Later Isaac became the father of Jacob, and Jacob became the father of the twelve patriarchs. Because the patriarchs were jealous of Joseph, they sold him as a slave into Israel, Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him from all of his troubles. He gave Joseph wisdom and enabled him to again to gain the goodwill of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. So he made him rule over Egypt and his, his palace. Then a famine struck all of Egypt and Canaan, bringing great suffering to our fathers. Could not find food. When Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent our fathers on a visit, their first visit. On their second visit, Joseph told his brothers who he was, and Pharaoh learned about Joseph's family. After this, Joseph sent for his father Jacob and the whole family, 75 in all. Then Jacob went down to Egypt, and he and our fathers died. Their bodies were brought back to Shechem and placed in the tomb that Abraham had brought for the sons of Hamor at Shechem for a certain sum of money. At this time, drew near for God to fulfill his promise to Abraham, the number of our people in Egypt greatly increased. 
Then another king who knew nothing about Joseph became ruler of Egypt. He dealt treacherously with our people and oppressed our forefathers, forcing to throw out their newborns, babies, so they would die. At that time, Moses was born and he was no ordinary child. For three months, he was cared for by his father's house. When he was placed outside, Pharaoh's daughter took him and brought him in as her own son. Moses was educated in all the wisdom and the Egyptians and powerful in speech and action. When Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his fellow Israelites. He saw one of them being mistreated by an Egyptian, so he went in defense and avenged him. So went in his defense, avenged him by killing the Egyptian. Moses thought that by his own people would realize that God was using him to, to rescue him, but they did not. The next day Moses came out and two Israelites who were fighting, he tried to re reconcile by them, men, your brothers, why are you want to hurt each other? But the man who was mistreating the other pushed Moses aside and said, who made you ruler and judge of us? Do you want to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? When Moses heard this, he fled in dominion where he uh, settled as a foreigner and had two sons. After 40 years had passed, an angel appeared to Moses in the flames of a burning bush in the desert near Mount Sinai. When he saw this, he was amazed at the sight, and he went over and looked closely. He heard a voice. I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and Jacob. Moses trembled with fear and did not dare look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off your sandals. The place where you're standing is holy ground. I have indeed seen the oppression of my people Israel, Egypt, and I have heard their groaning, and I have come to set down them free. Now now come, I will send you back to Egypt. This is the same Moses who they had rejected with their words, who made you ruler and judge. He was sent to them to be ruler and deliver by God himself through the angel appeared to him in the bush. He led them out of Egypt and did wonders and miraculous signs in Egypt and the Red Sea for the 40 years in the desert. This is that Moses had told Israel, God will send you a prophet like me from your own people. He is the assembly in the desert with the angel who spoke to him on Mount Sinai. With our fathers, he received living words to pass on to us, but our fathers refused to obey him. Instead, they rejected him in their hearts and turned back to Egypt. They told Aaron, make us a God who will go before us as this fellow who led us out of Egypt. We don't know what has happened to him. That is the time they made an idol in the form of a calf. They brought sacrifices and a celebration honor what they, they had. Um, but God turned away and gave them over to the worship of the heavenly bodies. This, this agrees with what written in the book of prophets. Do you bring sacrifices and offerings? Forty years in the desert, O house of Israel, you have lifted up the shrine of Molech and the star of your god Rephan, the idols they made to worship. Therefore, I will send you an exile beyond Babylon. Our forefathers had the tabernacle of the testimony with them in the desert. It had been made by God, made as God directed Moses according to the pattern he had seen. Having received the tabernacle of the father under Joshua, brought with them, and they took the land from the nations. God drove them out and uh, it remained in the, in the land to the time of David, who enjoyed God's favor and asked that he might provide a dwelling place for the God of Jacob. But it was Solomon who built the house for him. However, the Most High does not live in the house made by man, as the prophet says. Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or will my, my resting place be? Has not my hand made all these things? You stiff-necked people with uncircumcised hearts and ears. You are just like your fathers. You always resist the Holy Spirit. Where 
Was there ever a prophet your fathers did not persecute? They even killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one, and now you have betrayed and murdered him. You who have received the law that was put into effect through angels have not obeyed it. When they heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and said to the glory of God, and Jesus standing at the right hand of Father, look, he said, I see heaven open up and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. And this they covered their ears and yelled at the top of their voices like little children. That's my Adam. They rushed at him, dragged him out of the city and began stoning him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. In verse eight, or chapter one of uh, chapter eight, verse one says, "And Saul was there giving approval to his death." And Saul would become the greatest of all time in the New Testament. Amen. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Yes, it is. May I read Proverbs one? Sure. Okay. Guys, I want to read Proverbs 1. I like to read the Proverbs of the day. So today is February 1st. I will read Proverbs first. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, for gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, doing what is right and just and fair, for giving prudence to those who are simple, knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the discerning get guidance, for understanding proverbs and parab parables, the saying and readless of the wise, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of the knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. They are a garland to grace your head, and a chain to adorn your neck. My son, if sinful men entice you do not give him give in to them if they say come along with us let's lie in wait for innocent blood let's ambush some harmless so let's swallow them alive like the grave and whole like those who go down to the pit we will get all sorts of available things and fill our house with plunder Cast lot, lots with us, we will all share the load. My son, do not go along with them. Do not set foot on their paths. For their feet rushing to evil, they are swift to shed blood. How usually is to spread a net where every bird can see it. These men lie in wait for their own blood. They ambush only themselves. 
Such are the paths of all who go after ill-gotten gotten gain. It takes away the life of, of those who get it. Out in the open wisdom calls aloud. She raises her voice in the public square. <clears throat> On top of the wall she cries out. At the city gates she makes her speech. How long will you, who are simple love, your simple ways? How long will mockers delight in mockery and fools hate knowledge? Repent at my rebuke, then I will pour out my thoughts to you. I will make known to you my teachings. But since you refuse to listen when I call and no one pays attention when I stretch out my hand, since you disregard all my advice and do not accept my rebuke, I in turn will laugh when disaster strikes you. I will mock when calamity overtakes you, when calamity overtakes you like a storm, when it disasters sweeps over you like a whirlwind, when distress and trouble overwhelm you, then they will call to me, but I will not answer. They will look, look for me, but will not find me, since they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear the Lord. Since they would not accept my advice and spurned my rebuke, they will eat the fruit of their ways and be filled with the fruit of their schemes. For the wayward—what is this? Waywardness of the simple will kill them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will live in safety. Will live in safety and be at easy without fear of harm. Amen. The waywardness means that they are lost. Mm -hmm. They're wandering. Okay. The wandering of the simple will kill them. Mm -hmm. The complacency, not focusing, just uh, whatever, of fools will destroy them. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time together. feels so good to have your hand and anointing upon us, God. Amen. I ask those that hear this will be blessed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.